Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. We're back. Yes, we are. So we just got back from Japan and it was just an amazing trip. It's a country that is just really unparalleled. It's fantastic. Yes. What a trip. And the food and everything else. I mean, it was just awesome. I mean, I don't even know what to say. You can check our socials if you want, if you want to see some nice photos and stuff. Yeah. And And, uh, we'll put it in a newsletter. So talking about newsletter. Yeah. If you want to sign up for it, just uh, visit our website and uh, fill out the contact form and you can Get our monthly newsletter from the Vignatis, okay? And uh, what else we want to say? Ah, if you do not follow us, the podcast, please do so on your preferred platform. And if you are an Apple user, please leave us a review. It would be really helpful so that we reach more people. Thank you so much. Thank you, people. Good. Oh, and it is November, so that means it's American Thanksgiving coming up. So oh, there's even... More food, yes. which is great. My kitchen is always aflame because I do everything from scratch. So it's going to be amazing again. Yeah. First, we got to get over the jet lag and get so. that tofurkey going. <laughs> exactly. Well, back to labor. So, right away. And um, season five, episode two, we have decided to take on a great topic. This topic is picking up. Hmm. Well, I was always the kid whose mouth runneth over, and maybe I did so too much. Okay, not as much as me. Well, I was Ooh. in a lot of trouble as a child no. and in all through high school. You, so were, you were in a lot of trouble. Always for the big mouth. That was the trouble. So Damn. I think speaking up or speaking out, whatever is something that needs to maybe be evaluated and when to do it and when not to do it. So I think speaking up and when to remain silent requires a lot of wisdom. (laughs) I will think so. Probably one reason I started practicing Buddhism, so I can change that. Well, our U.S. Constitution protects each one of us from with our First and Fifth Amendment rights, respectively. Uh, Um, And we now live in this world where everyone is so quick to say what's on their minds. However, being quiet or silent sometimes takes, I know for me, can take a lot more effort and strength. True. But there's a lot of answer in the silence Mm -hmm. as well. Just like in music, where it's most important in the rest. Yeah. And as well, if you don't... uh, if you don't understand the silence of others, you have a hard time understanding when they speak up. But um, what restrains one from speaking up uh, is usually due to the lack of self-confidence or fear. And of course, the possible retaliation, and those are on many forms. Like, for example, financials, statues, Comfort, mm-hmm. that's what's come in mind, but 
And then for others, it comes so naturally. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my mouth runneth over. Very easy for me to open my mouth. I have no problem with it. Okay. Um, the I have front seat. Yeah, you do have a front seat. Yeah, I have the most expensive ticket for the show. Mm-hmm. But for some people, they have trouble with it. And yeah. it might create a lot of anxiety and nervousness. They might have adverse reactions, like even nausea or vomiting, yeah. to even say what's on their mind. Yeah, yeah. And I can understand that. It's due to personality. So Right. And so we're talking to both people here. Because I think whatever kind you are, you can definitely take something out of that episode. Um, and then uh, no matter what your personality is, at, at certain times... Um, uh, in each of our lives, it's required us to be bold, like the lion. Yeah, really, and really bold. And bold is both sides. It's bold in having the courage yeah. to speak up, but also bold as to when to shut your cake hole. Yeah, because boldness has the strength and the wisdom to know when, as well, being silent, uh, as it is the right call. Sometimes being silent is the right call. Let, let time, give time for people to think about yeah. the, what, you know, the action, especially after bringing a good point. But being bold also, it never gives in to fear when it is time to, oh, to speak sure. up or speak out. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's dig into that. Uh, yeah, let's talk about, about speaking up. When, when, when is it the appropriate times to speaking up or speaking out? So how about this? When you witness some kind of wrongdoing, this is a time that you should not remain silent. This is the time when you need to say something. If you see something is wrong, act. Don't be passive. Mm. Because to not act is just like being involved in the negative action. When you walk by as though you don't see it, but you have seen it or you have heard it. Yeah, that's for sure. You have have to say something if someone's being harmed or cheated or beaten up or whatever. So righteous people are bold and they do not hesitate in the face of any kind of wrongdoing. There's a quote from the Old Testament in the Bible in Isaiah 117. It says, quote, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, Judge the fatherless, plead for the widow, end quote. Beautiful. Now, I want to say here, judge does not mean to to govern or to pass any kind of judgment. It means to help or defend. And it doesn't mean to form an opinion about Mm. something. So just to clarify that, that's what in Isaiah 117, judgment refers to or judge. Yeah, I think in our daily life, we are at some point confronted with a situation like this. and I personally was many times confronted that due to the fact that somehow maybe my life attracted that. And so the when I see wrongdoing, I, I can't not say anything, which which most of the time was positive for me, but most of the time, but sometimes was negative because I shouldn't use. Like you say, wisdom, because mm-hmm. that's very important about it. But well, I it's how you present it. Yeah. I, and I, I am equally guilty of that. And I can give cite one example that, well, okay. many animal examples. If I see someone abusing an animal, I'm going to be there in one second. Yes. But there's one particular moment when we were in Sequoia at General Grant 
and you could tell these were tourists from another country visiting, mm. and they clearly say, that. do not step on the root system. With sequoias, they're very fragile. Yeah. It's a shallow root system. They're very close to the surface. What did they do? They hopped the fence. Oh, that was, I ran, physically ran. I dropped what I had in my hands and I'm running and I am yelling all kinds of things that I shan't repeat on this episode. Yeah. And I basically told them, mm. get out now. Francie died. So and you were like, no, don't, don't. I was like, no, 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 no. Me have to say something now. Well, you went at them like a... I was at like them. A, oh, like a But freight. they got off the roots, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they did. But you went Voila. at them like a freight train. Yeah, maybe I could have done it differently, but sometimes in our personalities, we have these reactions that... They hit the nerves. Yeah. Which was a good one. When I was at school, same thing. That's yeah. where I got in trouble early with school. When they were saying something wrong, I would go to the library and I would check it. Because it's something I read or anything. And there's sometimes... I couldn't do it for everything, no. but I have to tell you, sometimes I did. Got me in trouble, was a note on the on the book, and then it, it said, have your father sign. Mm -hmm. And my father said, Ma, why are you doing that? Well, why, why? Stay, stay calm. And, but you have to you know, speak sorry, up when there's some kind of wrongdoing. So, yes. Well, there's a that, that, that's a great point. Let's get to the next point. We, when righteousness in a nation is frightened. Well, confrontation is not on the top of any one list. Okay, we're going to repeat that. You might hear it a lot in that podcast. Maybe uh, not be the it's not maybe the most desirable things to do. Maybe not as well the most enjoyable thing to do. Because everything in the universe, and we know that from experience, has a plus and a minus on the yin and yang components. It is imperative to address the things that do not have good intention. Okay, let's stop right there. The word good intention. Speaking out is one thing, but... We got to focus a little bit on the intention. Mm -hmm. Are you doing it to create waves? Are you doing it to create, to resolve the situation? Are you doing it because you pissed by something, some pissed off by something else and you just want to latch out at something? Okay, that's the whole deal here. Because I think if it's for a greater good, for the betterment of the whole, and yeah. the intention is pure, that's a time where you have to speak up. So, and right now, I think, oh. not to get too political, but regarding being threatened. What's well, a fact of society right but now? But democracy right now is in jeopardy. Yeah. And it's treading on very thin ice. And I think it's important that when you do, and this comes from that lion-like courage of being bold, you cannot be occupied about what other people think of you when you do speak up or speak out. No, uh, I think that's an hindrance, for definitely, for saying the right words. It takes already a lot of courage to do it. It takes already a lot of boldness to, to do, be bold to do it. So, Because uh, there can be a lot of ramifications. but Well, that's a hurdle to get over. Right. Definitely. The, it's, it's an internal thing that you have to just accept. It comes with the territory. If you're going to be open and voice your opinions about things be prepared to suffer any retaliation. That is directly 
associate to the personality of the person. Correct. And as well, another thing too is that uh, we're talking about personality. We don't have to change to say the right mm-hmm. things. We don't have. We have to stay who we are, hundred percent, not ninety nine, but hundred percent. We have to say it the way it is. Okay. Um, sometimes it will go well. Sometimes it won't. But we ha- We can't change. Because some people are more vocal, guilty. Other people are letter writers or email writers yeah. or something like that. More of a of a of a uh, passive approach. I have an example. We went to get some coffee this morning and the coffee was extremely hot. If I didn't pay attention, I would have burned myself. Okay? So it's fine to have coffee, but it should be a regular temperature. So we are going to write to the corporation and see if they can do something so there's not. Because this is a consistent, something we've noticed consistently at this establishment. Right. It's always too hot. So, uh, you know, saying nothing is not good. But for the greater good, we have to. So when we say righteousness for a nation, of course, that's the broad mind because it's um, micro to macro. But think about it. It's for the sake of, since it's all connected, the micro and the macro, it's you're, it's going to help you and it's going to help others. If I say, if you write a, a note to the corporation and said, uh, you got to have regulation for the coffee, mm-hmm. somebody else will come. But I don't think hot coffee is threatening our nation. No. But that was just a small example yeah, of, but, uh, of the differences in how one can voice their opinion. But you're right, politically right now, yes. we have, we, we, we So we it. have to speak out and speak up for what we believe is correct because democracy is threatened right now. Which leads to our next point. And we cannot have that happen. So yes, it does. A perfect time to speak up is voting time. Voting is voicing your thoughts and opinions on paper in a safe and neutral environment. Mm -hmm. I've never had a negative experience when I've gone to vote. No matter what side of the aisle you're on, the people running the polls have always been respectful and inert like an inert gas in the periodic table. So when you do nothing and not vote, that to me is unacceptable and you no longer have a voice. It's just as bad as doing nothing when you see a wrongdoing. So you would classify that as a wrongdoing? I believe it is. I believe too. If you cease, if you're not, to me, you you know, you don't get to say anything if you haven't gone to the polls and voted. Let's talk about women's vote. At that point, for many years, they didn't have the right. Right. So now they have the right. I mean, if you don't vote, some people put their whole life into that mission. Right. So it's it's, it's kind of like a duty, isn't it? Well, I believe that it is. If you are a U.S. citizen or in whichever country you are where democracy is still alive and well, Exercise your right to vote. Yeah, as well, it's a, it's a, it's our, it's our way to preserving peace and prosperity for not only oneself but for everyone, in order to secure the freedom for the future generation. Because what we have, we have now, but we also have a future. Yeah, we have to protect these freedoms. They just don't happen spontaneously. They happen when people are willing to voice their opinion and speak up for what's right. So get out and vote. Rock the vote. Yes, I know that sounds very 90s, but but it's true. If you have the 
the privilege and the right to vote exercise that right. And voting doesn't mean only voting for election, the national or president no. thing. It's like voting for anything that you involve at school, right? There's vote at school too, no? I mean, you have little, in elementary school, we used to have our own little elections or oh. people even have president of the class and vice president. Yes. If, but you, in order for you to have your opinion matter, you've got to vote. So in education, when you're in university, you don't vote for somebody? No. No, you don't. Okay. No. I mean, with I, the, I mean, like class presidents and things like that, yes. but it's usually, um, I never did that in, in a college, but in elementary school through high school, you vote for class president, vice yeah, president, that exactly. kind of thing. Well, there we go. Start young. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Sure. Um, okay. Another point that's very important is when you need to correct people. Okay. So that's still part of the wrongdoing. But this is a different approach. Instead of pointing the finger, this time we have the ability and the willingness to correct. So no one's like no one's is like to being wrong. I mean, it's obvious. However, however, we are all wrong from time to time. Okay, whether it's a fact, uh, it so sorry, whether it's be fact or figures or viewpoint, or someone is headed in the wrong direction in life, uh, uh, that's, I think, the right time. I have to give an example okay. here. Correcting people when you know something is wrong. The film, one of the best films, Christmas films of all time, is It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. Everyone in America I know knows that film. Well, there's a scene where the pharmacist, he is filling prescriptions that have poison in them. And George Bailey notices it, and the pharmacist is drunk, and he's distressed because he just found out his son passed away from influenza. So he's not in the state to be filling prescriptions. So George sees this, and he's like, he didn't deliver the medications. He went to his father, and he said, Dad, Dad, and his dad ignored him because he was in a meeting and trying to do this, that, and the other. But George did not deliver the medication. So he came back, and the pharmacist was really upset with him that he didn't deliver the medications to mm. the customers. And he's like, but look, it, it, this isn't correct. And he got so angry, and he hit George upside the head and made his ear bleed. And that's actually, the actor really did bleed, by the way. That was not fake. But... He was pointed at his wrongdoing was pointed out by a child, no less, but it ended up being the right thing in the end because he, the pharmacist could have killed people. So that's an example of Correcting. where you have to speak up and speak out. Had he not done that, it could have been disastrous. Yes. And when we, when we need to correct people, I believe personally that it's going to help one, uh, oneself to dig deep to find the correct way to correct that one wrongdoing. Sorry, I mean, it's two times the word correct, but it's true. So I, I personally um, have to dig deep once I am um, trying to find a solution and I see a wrongdoing wherever I am, I am definitely have to dig deep and use wisdom in order to approach that person, which means it 
it asking for a very fast analyze, analysis of the situation, maybe a little bit of intuition at the personality of mm -hmm. the person. On the receiving end. On the receiving yeah, end. And, exactly. and definitely picking up the right words, uh, sorry, choosing the right words. And, and it's a whole thing. And I think it's a training for us to become better. I personally become better when I do that. Well, I think it's a matter of so to speak, reading the room. You need to read what's in front of you. If you know someone is saying or doing something that's incorrect hmm. and you know a little bit about their personality, you'll know how to, through practice, and I think through wisdom, you'll know how to approach that. Yeah, and it's very beneficial, beneficial for not only the one we correct, but the one who's correcting. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Because there's some situations... That's what I do it where you'll want to do it in private yeah, for a number of reasons yeah, or you need to do it publicly. If it's well done, it can benefit a lot of people. Well, you see it in films all the time yeah. where so-and-so is put on the spot because yeah. they're a bad guy and they've been doing all these wrong things and spotlight needs to be on in that moment. It reminds me of uh, some speech I listened from Abraham Lincoln. Amazing. When he was talking to the people, he would put a lot of correction in it he was using his speech to help people to he will tell the wrongdoing but he will not point to it he was he will use so much wisdom to correct the, to, to say what's wrong but using the the other side the the, mm -hmm. the good side of the correcting he will barely talk about the wrongdoing he will talk about it will make people think that's another point too and maybe sometimes it helped making the wrongdoing person think without pointing the finger. So, so yeah, it's important. So here's another one of when to speak up. When you want to live a victorious life. So words are powerful, as we know. You see it in books and speeches, etc. And if you're not prepared to speak truth, well... You can't, you have to remember, don't stay silent for too long. Find the necessary words and prepare yourself so that it can become habitual. Yeah. So if you want to win, you have to, at some point in your life, speak up or speak out. And it may not come naturally, as we've mentioned, but once you start it and face the fear, you'll start to experience little victories and you go, oh, wow, this is actually working. Then you'll become more and more confident and comfortable and that will lead to future victories. It's just very simple. Get on the bike. You'll fall over on the bike the first time. Get back on the bike. Keep trying, trying, trying. Then eventually the training wheels come off and voila, you're riding a bicycle. I think as well that if you have the determination to live a, a victorious life, a happy life, it, it is a sign of somebody who is happy and comfortable in their skin to want to speak up. Um, I, I personally enjoy it due to the fact that it helped me grow, grow. And it's reminds me, usually sticks with me for a while and it helps me correct my mannerism. It helps me correct my, um, my will, my intention in this lifetime makes me reflect of what's good intention means, what's what good in life means, as it is always a battle. Every second is a battle. I battle every second between the, the good and the evil. So it 
tip the balance towards the good, towards the victorious, and push me to live a, uh, want to live a most victorious life. Right. Um, do you have an example of that personally? I, uh, of like when the relation, the correlation between the victorious life and when you were in a situation that well, lead you to a victory, personal victory when you pick up it can be, yeah, I'm, I'm, and millions of times, like say you want to approach someone about, uh, I mean, of course, I have to relate it to music somehow, but you see someone and you go, dang, I really would like to get them this song. It might be good for the show or, you know, and you want to approach a music supervisor or something like that. And you, you're like, oh, I know they get this all the time, but then you do. And then you face that fear, then all of a sudden they go, oh my God, this is so fresh and original. Thank you so much. So it's those kinds of, that's one little tiny example. I remember that one just, of Chapulwood did that. Yeah, one little tiny example that- That's a good one. But there are other things too. I mean, uh, I don't, can you think of one as an, as an example? No, that one at one of Chapel was a great one yeah. when, because the, the, you could see the face of the people when they say, oh my God, that's so fresh. Mm -hmm. Well, after, you know, after the lesson, it's like, I'm so glad you hear that. I'm so glad you, you, you approached right. me. I'm so glad you told me. I'm so glad you speak up, you know, and that speak up in a way of victory towards victory to making your life better. Okay. Um, facing an emergency situation. Okay. That's a given. Okay. We have to speak up. Well, it, like recently what happened in the, with the fires in Lahaina in Hawaii. Yeah. I think in face of that kind of crisis, every all barriers are down. Oh, you no. you just have to act. You don't really care. You have to speak uh, up, speak sure. out about whatever to start saving. Yeah, I think an emergency in a crisis is not time for silence. It's it's definitely a time for action. Yeah. And speaking up is a part of action. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a form of action. Um, uh, like I, the uh, animal rescues that go on. I mean, they're exactly. still going on. You, you don't care what anybody thinks. You just go in and you get those animals out. You get the people out. It doesn't matter if yeah. what anybody thinks or says. You just act. Yeah. So I would like each of you to think of an example when you've been in a crisis or someone else has been in a crisis. And how did you react? What did you do? Yeah. Think of something and then try to feed on that feeling that you had. Try to get reconnect with the feeling that you had when you did that. And it may have come from, you go, oh, I don't know where that came from. See if you can reconnect with that feeling. Yeah. Another part I want to act because you said, how did you react and what did you do? The word ability, uh, responsibility, if you flip it, and I think I mentioned that before, responsibility, and you flip it, it's the ability to respond. So to uh, take in action, first, how do you react? Uh, that's the mechanism. So then how you have this, you built this ability of response with taking an action, which is, right, what you're saying. Right. What did you do? Mm -hmm. uh, how did you react? How did you do? What action did you take? So yeah, good way of uh, putting it uh, correctly. In that, in that kind of crisis, you don't care about offending people. For sure. You just act. Well, it's an emergency. I That's mean, it. That, Even yeah. if you don't like somebody, it doesn't matter. It's incredible. All of that goes out the window. Instantly. 
You just don't care. I used to live in a building and we had a bigger, there was an earthquake and I didn't enjoy some of the neighbors, but I just busted a move. I'm like, are you okay? What's going on? Did you, you know, you don't care about that anymore. Yeah. It's funny how that happens in a time. I wonder if we can take any situation where speaking up like an emergency and if the, all this feeling of that, those barriers, those hindrance that we set ourselves, those walls will go out of the window. Mm-hmm. I know that's another way I just thought about it now maybe that a it, good personal exercise that, that's a great person mm-hmm. I'm sure in, in psychology or whatever it is you those this comes up you know definitely so and then yeah. of course uh, well not everything is a crisis I mean if, yes. if, if your nail salon is closed today I don't think it's a crisis <laughs> but we're talking about it could be for certain people yeah I suppose. I suppose but we're talking about hardcore yeah, emergencies definitely you know okay. You, you so, want to take this? Yeah, this let's point. move this on to the one. last point that we wanted to uh, mention about speaking up. It's a means to encourage others. So, encouragement lies in our hearts, and that's where compassion lives as well. And sometimes it takes a lot of brain power. We have to really think to find the correct words to help others, to encourage others, to show them their own greatness. A lot of people don't believe that they're great. And all they need is a little bit of light shed on that. And I think I can speak through my Buddhist practice that my compassion for the human being has grown exponentially from the time I started practicing. Because I've always had compassion for animals. Anything non-human, I was the first one there. But if we, we have to earnestly want to support other people because when you support others, you're supporting yourself. So as Nitran Daishonin says, quote, if you light a lantern for another, it will also brighten your own way, end quote. So I help you, I'm helping myself. Yes, what goes around comes around. And um... because of the interconnectedness of the universe. Correct. So you win, I win. You happy, I'm happy. Yes. I think compassion, which is one of the four uh, um, characteristics of what we call a Buddha, which is yourself, me, everybody, not only the statue of Siddhartha. <laughs> it's us, human being, and living, human living being. I think the word compassion um, is a great form of speaking out because it's one of the best trigger and one of the most positive trigger to speak out and encourage a person within an emergency, in a crisis. And I noticed that, like teaching, when I encourage a person, the first person who is encouraged is the Frenchman, me. And that is the highest form of happiness and is the highest form of speaking up. We know that from countless effort, uh, countless um, example, personal or in society and throughout the history. So 
a person who, now on the other side, on the other end, a person that is able to accept encouragement, and I was studying that this morning, when a person is able to accept encouragement from another person, especially when it's strict, this person will have tremendous appreciation once the problem is resolved for this person, for the person who's gave encouragement and who spoke out. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? I mean, yeah. it's, come on. I can only, I, I, I'm going to come from the angle of the person that's doing the encouraging or the speaking up part. And having taught for 10 years in a classroom, and my first few months was a really rough go because I'm so militant and I had some issues in the beginning, my issues, nobody else's. But it's like, it's got to be this way, you know, put in the boxes. I'm, you know, <laughs> so that being an Air Force brat, it's there's all that discipline and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. But when I learned the skills, some teaching skills, personality skills, relatable skills, then I would pass on my knowledge and I was like, oh, I don't even know. They were delighted. And then because they were happy, I became happier. Because you saw results. Well, it wasn't only just the result. It's like, oh my gosh, I can, I'm really getting good at this. So the teaching became, wow. encouraging others I, became more about me than it did about them. Yeah. Even though they're benefiting from it, but I felt like they were, ben- I was benefiting from them. Yeah, the process is what we were just talking about before we came on here. Uh, live before we came live, we, we said um, it's imp- the journey is as important as the result. And mm-hmm. in that journey, you started to grow. You got the skill, which is one thing, but then there was a form of happiness, internal happiness. Oh, for sure. So when you pass on encouragement with a heart of compassion, there's just, it's so joyful. Yeah. So there we have it, people. Uh, some ideas of when to speak up yeah now we're going to move on to another section here we chose someone who is an american icon there's a holiday after this man because he's so monumental in american history that we wanted to through this person's eyes of how he viewed speaking up and his actions and just his life force in general. And it's Martin Luther King Jr. So through his eyes, we'd like to talk a little bit about the speaking up. Yeah, we actually took a trip to the South and went to Alabama. And um, it was very encouraging to be in front of his chapel in Montgomery and... I can tell you, you feel it, for sure. Um, oh, it was strong. It was really, really strong energy there. Amazing. Incredible. I'll do, I'll do it again. No, anytime. Anyway, I thought that was the... We thought it was the best person to illustrate speaking up. All right, so um, let's look at his behavior. Let's look what he did and let's analyze that. First thing... It's a well through his eyes. Yeah. One of the points that we want to mention is it's a responsibility to all. 
to everyone. So I'm going to quote something from him. Quote, in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends, end quote. He believed that those who have the ability to speak out against injustice and cruelty have a responsibility to do it so that the collective consciousness of the nation won't lose its morality. Which, by the way, brings us back to the when to speak up and when the righteousness in a nation is threatened. When it's threatened. And he also said, quote, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that, end quote. I know it sounds fluffy, but this is not fluff. Not to me. This is deep-rooted advice and viewpoints that can, it can change a nation at its core, and it did, and it has, and we will get all of this back, although we're divided right now. And I'm going to say it again. Doesn't matter if I did 15 minutes ago, Again, it's a responsibility to all. It's the ability to respond, not only for oneself, but for others. He did it. He gave his life to do it. And he gave us an enormous amount of tools and knowledge. To these days, we should listen. I have a dream speech once a year. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Okay. Well, we get it on, and and the uh, 1963 is uh, August 60, 60, the March. 63 was yeah. the, 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 the the was the uh, sorry was the the year he died, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Next one uh, uh, through his eyes is that he gave us is a long, lifelong fight to do the right thing for oneself. And others. This man was the prime example of that. Um, in his stride towards freedom, that was a book. Yeah, he expressed that standing up for what is right requires. Okay, three things. Number one, sacrifices. Second one, suffering. And last one, struggle. Sacrifice, suffering, a struggle. Now let's stick, let's speak about that a bit. Sacrifice, you have to get over yourself. You might lose things. You might, the way you might be perceived. Or you might lose things, uh, tangibles. You can't live in this kind of neighborhood. It just depends on what your priorities are. Suffering? Persecution. It's persecution. (laughs) Is you're not feeling good. You might not. Uh, you might feel guilty, or you might be worried, or you might not sleep correctly because you think too much, and it has repercussion on your physical and mental. And then the last one, struggle. We just, I mean, about a month and a half ago, we were watching a documentary of Wayne Shorter, and Wayne Shorter said, "I'm alive." I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I'm alive when I'm struggling. So the struggle, there's the internal part of it, and then there's the external part. The struggle you experience inside, and then the struggle that to 
actually do the right things. Now, he had the intention of challenging, challenging our country to prepare for a long life fight for each of us to do the right thing. So he was kind of like a teacher, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Showing us through his action, through his word, through his, men uh, his mentality, what to do the right thing. And the, the state of our nation, the world should be a concern for everyone. Yeah, we're all citizens of this world, so it should be a concern for everyone. Did we roll a song? Like citizens that? of the world, album number two. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. moving on. So, um, as well, there is so much division at this moment. I think that we have not experienced in the recent history. It's always a, a, a theme that comes back. Yeah. But it's kind of like, let's choose the world, an epidemic. It's a, it is right? like an epidemic. Yeah. It keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. So how about we, we quote him? Yeah. He made this quote. He said this from his jail cell in Birmingham, Alabama. Quote, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere, end quote. You can see how he already had a deep understanding of the interconnectedness or dependent origination of the universe. Oh, so sure. I'm hurting. It's going to hurt everybody. I'm winning. I'm winning. Everybody can win. So there is an interconnectedness. It shouldn't be you against me, me against you. If we can change that mindset and know that we're in this together, Look at the ecosystems, the food chain. There's interconnectedness. We are part of that. It's not the food chain and the human being. It's part of that. And within the human being as a species, there's interconnectedness. So this rule, this, this doesn't go away just because we think we're better as, as a species. I don't even think there's maybe... Once in a while, but I don't think there's one podcast with episode we do without talking about interconnectedness. Yes, yeah, it's because it's the constant things that we forget to remind ourselves that our action matters to oneself and to others. So it, it takes a certain level of self reflection to understand that your action will have a repercussion. Mm -hmm. And that leads us to the next uh, point through his eyes is action. Yeah. We have to speak out in our sphere, wherever we're influenced, and not let any social, religious, or political group speak on our behalf. And that's the beauty of the First Amendment in the U.S. Constitution is that we have yeah. to use it for those who cannot speak out for themselves. So Martin Luther King Jr. stood for our voices having power and authority as long as we use our voices for good and not evil. Hate yeah. groups are designed to divide. That's what they do. And they should not be allowed to define our nation. If we let them, yeah, if we, if we, we have, conquer. Yeah, we have to take action against this kind of behavior. Now he stated another quote from him, quote, the ultimate tragedy 
is not the oppression and cruelty by the bad people, but the silence over that by the good people, end quote. So again, if you remain silent, you may as well join the other side. So ask yourself, how committed are you to speaking up for what's right and not accepting that which is wrong? How committed are you to that? Okay, that... Ask yourself how to commit it. How committed you are to speaking up for what's right. How oh, committed are you yeah. to that? And not accepting that which is wrong. Don't walk by if it's wrong. Because you don't, the last thing we want is an armchair opinionated person. Armchair opinion. Any, everyone has an opinion on social media or in their own four walls. It's like the armchair quarterback, that guy in high school. Oh, what the hell? Do you, well, you call that a pass? Yeah, everyone's an expert at home. <laughs> what are you doing in the community? But it's the truth. Uh, yeah. How uh, committed uh, are you to that? If it means so much, get out and take some freaking action. Ouch. Oh, that's bad. That's bad to hurt animals like that. Oh, no, that, that. What are you doing for it? Are you writing a letter? Write an email. Just have an opinion and state it. If it's something that you believe, take the action. Email is a great way to do it, only because you don't have to have the face-to-face confrontation. You can build up to that. It takes a lot of strength and lion-like courage to do that, unless you happen to be born that way and drive half the people in your life crazy like me. So take some kind of action, but don't have opinions and be inactive. I have no use for that. I'm sorry. There, I'm done with my soapbox. Whoa, okay, Michael. Drop the mic. Go, Mamba, Sorry. Mamba, how? That's a Michael Cohen uh, rant. Oh, no, 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 he, he I can't Holy that. Ma- He's fab- fabulous. Armchair, that's what you said. Yeah, 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 it's like the armchair quarterback on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, throughout the whole football season. Yeah. You call out a pass. And, uh, let me get you another beer to help you grow the, uh, the midsection, Michelin man. Take action. Come on, people. Yes. I, I, I'm fire up now when you say I'm gonna that. I'm going to quote from one of our songs from Build a World of Peace on the first album. Take the action, a simple fraction, our future we can rearrange. That's on album number one, Build a World of Peace. But it's true. I can't stand when people have opinions and they take no action to back it up. So take the action, even if it's a little bit. A baby step is better than nothing. The baby step then becomes a giant steps. I had to say that. <laughs> Sorry for all you music folks, you jazz folk. But uh, it builds. It'll start to to snowball, to snowball, and then you'll start to get into it. Ask yourself how committed you are you to speaking up. For yes. Right, yeah, it's a commitment. Boom, right there. It's a commitment. You committed to your family. You committed to your work. You committed to uh, brush your teeth twice a day. Come on. Committed to, to when you see something wrong, say it. Yeah. And take action to fix it. Because saying it is one thing, but fixing it is another one. That's where growth you work, is. You work toward that. Just take action. Action, f- Jackson. Action, action, action. You should see my body. I'm on fire now. Good. What a rant. Huh, people, let me, I got to uh, go. Oh, what a rant. Come on. If after that, you're not taking action and going to punch somebody, then. <laughs> oh, and I, that was, I was operating on a round two. I kept the profanity. Whoa, everything else. No, 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 no. Whoa. The 
volume was on low. I I, I kept oh, it. Sorry. Anyway, let's uh let's address the last point through yeah. the eyes of Martin Luther okay. King Jr. What did he do? What did he use the? We all know that. What did he use the most to speak up? Boom, roll. And it's the voice, people. The voice does the work. That's what he did. He takes one person. Yeah. Okay, let's do another example. Mrs. Rosa Parks. Yep. No, I am not standing up. No, I'm staying where I am. Yeah. There we have it. And she First, was a, a complete lady about it. She wasn't nasty. She wasn't throwing things or profanity. She just said no. Yeah. That was it. I'm not and so, moving. Oh, she did not. No, no, no. Didn't budge. And like you said, lady, not didn't budge. We all must be determined to use our individual voice. Now, there's all kind of voice. There's the loud voice like mine. There's the soft voice. There's the encouraging voice. There's the reprimanding voice. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's all kind of type of voice. But you have your own voice. And you use it to speak up and to speak out against any wrong that promotes discrimination based on what okay the normal stuff yes which is race religion economic status gender etc to marginalize anyone have to speak out against any of these wrong things that promotes any discrimination based on that zero tolerance that's it policy period the power of one voice can have a surprising outcome. Everybody experiences that. Doesn't matter. You found yourself in a situation where your voice was, and your voice means even writing, but a voice, big V, okay? Like Victory Ovignatis. Woo! I had to say Ta that. Ta -da. Okay. So one's become... Because it, it can multiply. One becomes two, and then three, then yes. four, five, blah, blah, blah. And then it, it carries on. And that's how it becomes a collective. So each of us has internal power. Because we are we have unlimited potential inside each of us. You power. may not think that, yeah. but each oh, yeah. human being, each walking human being has unlimited potential. I have to use Stephen Hawking as an example. Genius mind in in this lifetime or all lifetimes. He may not have had the physical prowess, but he had the mental. So his infinite potential was all in that brain that was so <laughs> incredible that I, I mentioned it before I bought his book and I got through maybe half a chapter one. I am going to give it another go though. And I was a nerd. So, I mean, I still am a nerd, but very difficult to understand. But each of us has that internal power to make a difference. And one of the most powerful of mm. Martin Luther King's words, I everyone knows this. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Quote, I look to a day when people will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character, end quote. We can't dismiss this. Anything that we've talked about, we can't dismiss any of it. And it starts with you. Yes, so you people, me first. 
have to be awakened to that fact that we have to speak up when it's necessary. Use your voice, use your writing, use your intelligence, use everything that is that you have in your toolbox, your humanistic toolbox, to make it happen. Hey, and if you need any uh, big mouth lessons, just uh, contact me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, no okay. Problem. Yeah, she'll do unit one, lesson one. And don't forget, I will do unit two, lesson two. And um, no, we got plenty of those. Yeah, I give lessons on sarcasm too. So anyway. <laughs> so it's, hey. it's, it, it is essential, but it's right. definitely uh, an essential part of humanist. Human How about, human. thank you so much yeah, for listening. Yeah, thank you. And uh, have a safe Thanksgiving and everything, and overeat, of course. So uh, for any of you with November birthdays, I have a little bit of a knowledge here. For any November birthdays, the birthstone of November is the topaz. And it's usually yellow to amber in color. And ancient Greeks believe that it could make whomever wore it become invisible. <laughs> It's a symbol of honor and strength and was also believed to bring longevity and wisdom. The well, then I'm going to go get a bunch of topaz, even though I'm a ruby. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm switching to topaz. I guess the uh, birth of the hollow man, uh, the invisible man, was the ancient Greeks. Okay. Oh, I'd love to be invisible sometimes. And it's the result of topaz? Okay. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right, the spotlight of today is a very efficient one and good for the environment. The rechargeable USB lighter. Yes, morning and night, we practice Buddhism, we light our candle. And instead of using matches... Um, oh, and those, I'm not going to mention any names, but the refillable butane lighters no 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 they're always single use you try to refill them and they never work again so these rechargeables are incredible and, uh, yes and they're cheap yeah and you recharge they're not expensive yes. and they're just amazing and you usb charge it comes with the cable they're fantastic we have ours for what man two months maybe three no, months no like three four months uh, yeah, yeah it's fantastic it's, it's fantastic so get one i would recommend getting two so that you can rotate and you don't have to wait on it being charged yeah. if you need it but so they are anyway. fantastic how about if we end with a quote today yes do it quote to say nothing is saying something you must denounce things you are against or one might believe that you support things you really do not, end quote. That's by Germany Kent. Beautiful name. Thank you all very much. Hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you, people, for listening. We so appreciate it. Please leave us a review, you Apple users, and follow us on your preferred platform. Listen to our new album. Yeah, that was back, released back in July, but it's still relatively new for us. Definitely. Now remember, have a wonderful Thanksgiving, stay safe, and we are here to help you rock your life. Merci, merci, M-E-R-C-I. Use it when you buy a crepe. Or somebody gives you grapes. They will appreciate. And you'll be looking great. Merci, merci. merci.